You know, the Easter season, as I said at the beginning of Mass, is a time for us to continue to consider what it means to live the life of a disciple. And I think that sometimes when we think about spreading the good news, uh, we kind of cut ourselves out because we think we have to have a theology degree or be a priest or a nun or a pope or somebody really smart or really important. And the readings this week and the second reading from 1 Peter uh, gives us a great insight, and I want to spend a few moments with it this morning. If you take a look in your worship aid of that second reading from 1 Peter, it says, Beloved, sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts. Always be ready to give an explanation to anyone who asks you for a reason for your hope. That, to me, is the foundation of what it means to be a believer. Is somebody who needs to say, well... You know, this is how it works for me. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't need to know everything. It's just that this is how it works for me. And to me, you can sum it up in two things. And this is something that everybody can do. Hanging out and talking. Hanging out and talking. That was one of the things that was threatened to extinction during the COVID days and all the uproar that was going on in the country. People couldn't talk to each other anymore. And I I want you to think about what it might have been like in the early church, huh? So they didn't have Gregorian chant and incense and all kinds of other things. It was the apostles hanging out and talking wherever they happened to be. You and I wouldn't be here today on Mother's Day 2023 if they hadn't hung out and had some conversations. I think sometimes that we don't imagine how important that really is. Just being present to people, how important that can be. And so we don't always have to know all the answers because a lot of times it's just how we are that's more important than what we say to people, huh? I was thinking this week about uh, how my conversations with my mom changed. So uh, after dad died and she started to get a little bit of dementia, uh, she would kind of wander sometimes, but you could kind of always bring her back, get on a certain topic or something, and she'd zero right in, and that always worked. Well, then came a time when that kind of zeroing in didn't work, and around Christmas time, around Thanksgiving, I'd say, Mom, let's let's sing some Christmas carols. Mom used to do a lot of singing, and that would bring her right back. But by about the time it got to Christmas and shortly afterwards, that didn't work anymore. So it didn't reel her in anymore. And of course, when COVID happened, she was on third floor of a facility, and they gave her a phone, and I was this idiot in the parking lot waving at her and talking to her on my phone, but she wasn't connecting that What was here was down there waving at her. She said, well, Johnny, I don't know, but there's somebody waving at me in the parking lot. Well, he was this idiot. But it became very clear to me after a while that the conversation was mostly being present. I couldn't call her anymore because she'd get real faint, and I would say, Mom, put the phone by your mouth. And one of the aides would come in, and, and then she'd be, good for a while and then it would get softer and softer. So I couldn't do the phone calls anymore. But I could go there because my presence was the important thing. She knew I was there. She knew I was there. But a lot of times we get so crazy in our lives that we don't take the time to be with people. It doesn't have to be a big deal or a big event. We just need to 
take the time and make the space in our lives. And that's what a book called Radical Hospitality talks about. It's really about making space in your lives for people. If the apostles had never made space in their lives for people, if they'd never shared what was going on in their lives, we wouldn't be here today. And that's something that all of us can do. Now you think, well, I don't know how I could do that or, or uh, what I would say. Well, we hear in the gospel from John today, he says, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you always, the spirit of truth. And so all we need to do is be willing vessels. Uh, we don't have to worry about what to do with the conversation because God will help provide us with that. Huh? But hanging out and having conversations. Now, in that reading from Peter, it went on a little bit to say, but do this with gentleness and reverence. You know, I thought um, uh, a lot about you, Dawson, with wrestling, how you did that with gentleness and reverence. Um, but we never want to use our faith or our lives as something to club somebody else with. Okay, that's not, that's not being Christian. But it's saying, well, you know, I have some doubts too sometimes, but this is how it works for me. Hanging out and talking. So I think it's great that in this time of year, we're kind of heading into summertime. We're kind of heading into times of graduation parties and reunions and all those kinds of things. And that's an important thing to remember about how important that human connection is, that sitting down and having some conversations. And it's not just with people that we like either. It's, sometimes it's real easy to talk to some people, but it's having our radar out for those people who might be a little bit on the outside and you go and have a talk with them. I remember a family reunion we had about 15 years ago and uh, there were these two spinster ladies. I didn't know they were spinster ladies, but I said to one of my aunts, who are they? And she told me who they were, and she said, they don't come out of the woods very often. So I went over and sat down and just raised cane with them, and by the time I left, they were laughing and having a good time. But nobody talked to them. Nobody talked to them. So as we continue in these Easter days, don't think that you have to be brilliant, you have to be holy, and you light up in the dark. Don't think that you have to know the scripture by heart. Really, the early church started by just hanging out and talking. You can do that. I want you to do that this week. And next week at Mass, I'm going to ask you if you did. So be ready for the test. <laughs>